You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday, day after the Pelicans suffer a pretty, not rough loss, but close loss, when they definitely wanted to get a win out of to the Detroit Pistons, 98-94 at home, and now the schedule heats up quite a bit, still without Anthony Davis in this one, but... We have some good news on that front. There's an injury update. It looks good for the Pelicans. I'll let you guys know what that is. And, of course, it is game day for the Pelicans as they're traveling to take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. We'll look at that game, talk about one or two other quick things around the league, get you caught up on all you need to know in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So the Pelicans held a team to under 100 points and a shade over just 40% shooting and still lost the game 98 94 to the Detroit Pistons not great for New Orleans they went into halftime with a deficit didn't really do a ton in the third quarter then kind of lit it up a little bit in the fourth but it was just too big of a hole to climb out of and they just didn't have really the finishing power in this one for New Orleans, they were without Anthony Davis, of course. Then you had each one more on a bit of a minutes restriction with an injury, and you had Nikola Mirotic leave the game early with a strained calf. We'll hear maybe an injury update somewhat soon on him uh, for tonight's game, but it's he's, I think right now it's 50-50, so he's questionable if he's going to play. Starters for this game, Etwan Moore, just five points. He's been largely ineffective for a, a big stretch of the season now. Julius Randle starting in place of Anthony Davis, 13 points um, on 14 shots. Very inefficient shooting there. 12 rebounds, though. That was good. Only three uh, turnovers as well. You had Jaleel Okafor in almost 31 minutes of action getting the start. 17 points, 10 rebounds. One of the few bright spots for the Pelicans. He got aggressive early, did some work. He's a bit, I wouldn't say his liability on defense, not great. They switched him on to Blake Griffin. Blake, who kind of did whatever he wanted down low inside against the Pelicans, 37 points. Also took nine threes, hit four of them, grabbed nine boards as well. Uh, Mirtich was struggling to defend him. Uh, Randall was struggling to defend him. And they finally put Jaleel Okafor on him, who actually showed some surprising range being able to guard him out by the three-point line. So you have to like what you're seeing from Okafor over this stretch. Drew Holiday, 29 points on the night. Aggressive Drew is what they want to see. But 0 for 2 from deep, only got to the line twice, was 14 of 24. That's good. Seven assists, five rebounds, 29 points, uh, along with no turnovers. Really tough to complain about that, but maybe a couple more free throw trips would have helped this New Orleans team. But that kind of just speaks for the team in general. They made it to the line nine times on the night. Alfred Payton, one of seven for two points, five assists, three rebounds. Not too great there. Darius Miller off the bench. Hit some threes, nine points. Miritich didn't have the best shooting night. Four of 12 from the field, three of six from deep. Finished with 11, but he, of course, did leave the game early. Still no status update on him, whether or not he's playing in the game tonight. Uh, Frank Jackson showed that aggressiveness again. Eight points, four of five from the field, was getting to the rim. The Pelicans as a whole scored 
of their 94 points, 72 in the paint, 17 in the fast break. It's kind of the measure of what they want to do, right? They just didn't have enough outside shooting overall to kind of keep it going. They were 6 of 22 from deep. That's your difference maker in this game right there when the Pistons were 13 of 39. You know, 13 to 6, yeah, that'll do it in a kind of close four-point game. Frank Jackson missed a three that could have given the Pelicans a go-ahead lead for uh, by one point there. Unfortunately, it was pretty close, though, actually. Just missed it. Kind of one of those nights, you know, with Anthony Davis, they win this, but they don't have Anthony Davis, and they needed to win it. And so overall, the situation here, not too great as the Pelicans fall to 22-26, and 26, four games out of 500, uh, away from being 500, and right now sitting four games from being in the sixth seed, assuming everyone ahead of them loses. So there is a lot going on around the NBA. Currently, you have players, unfortunately, suffering season-ending injuries. You have the all-star selection soon to come out, and there's no better way to recap all of that than on the Locked On NBA podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday. And of course, I host the Wednesday edition of that podcast. So make sure you listen and subscribe to Locked On NBA. So the Anthony Davis injury update, it's actually good news here for the Pelicans, something that's kind of rare, especially when it comes to these kind of injuries. We knew he was going to be out one to two weeks, presumably, with this finger injury um, on his left index finger. Um, And then it came out that he was going to see a specialist, and this was kind of scary. And I said, it seems like this is going to be played a little bit more conservatively from the Rich Paul, his agent side of things, and that I thought Rich Paul was going to really try and kind of insert him into this. We've gotten one update from the Pelicans on it. We've gotten two or three now from Rich Paul. This is something he did in Los Angeles with the LeBron injury. He wants to kind of control the timelines for his players, probably to prevent there from being any backlash if they don't return right away. And it's just him protecting his client. I don't think there's anything else you need to read into it. Apparently, he does this with teams that are uh, vaguer with their injury timelines. But it's worth noting. I think it's kind of interesting with just the dynamics of all of it. But he went to go see a hand specialist that could maybe take a look at this and see what it was going to be. And then people feared maybe it would be two to four weeks there. But the good news is it sounds like he could potentially return as soon as next week. The injury is called a volar plate avulsion fracture on his left index finger. Basically, it's the bottom of it. This is something that can be treated with surgery. It's a rough recovery if you treat it with surgery. However, the Pelicans and their medical staff thought this was more of a pain management kind of thing, that the swelling needs to go down, it'll get better, and that he'll be able to play and deal with this injury and that's what the hand specialists seem to come to so in complete agreement with the new orleans pelicans medical staff that is a very very good thing for like a multitude of reasons um uh, rich paul said it's a better income than we originally feared it's more of an injury of pain tolerance they need to see the swelling go down and range of motion increase we will proceed with caution as it pertains to anthony He's going to be reevaluated uh, tomorrow on Friday, and then again every 48 to 72 hours. They are taking no chances with this injury, and it doesn't sound like they will rush him back if he's not fully healthy. But you know what? It is looking now like it is that one to two week potential timeline. That is certainly a good thing. It fits in with what the Pelicans thought it was going to be. That's really a nice boost for their medical staff that's been much maligned at times as well. So hopefully we'll see him back sooner than later. 
But all you know, this team is hitting their real tough stretch of schedule coming up right now, um, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. So we're going to see how this goes. But they need him back sooner rather than later. If he comes back next Friday, maybe that's an okay thing. Um, if it's a little bit later than that, hopefully not. Because they need him back. They're going to lose winnable games to the Detroit Pistons. You know, I don't know if they're a better team necessarily. They probably are than the Pistons without Anthony Davis. But not having him in there throws a whole lot of things for a loop. And so we're going to see how this goes. But the good news is Anthony Davis expected to be back sooner rather than later. So if you've recovered or not from the Saints, blown call, no call, whatever you want to call it, that cost them a chance to go to the Super Bowl. And it did. There's no denying this. Locked on Saints has you covered with everything you need to know. Monitoring the league's kind of silent reaction to everything. What are the plans going forward? Is Sean Payton coming back? Everything you want to know and more. They are covering over at the Locked on Saints podcast. So make sure you listen and subscribe. So the Pelicans' upcoming schedule gets pretty rough, starting tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder, second night of a back-to-back on the road, never going to be an easy thing. Thunder, fourth-best defense in the league, 16th best offense. We kind of know what they do. It's a lot of the Russell Westbrook show, but Paul George has got to be in the MVP conversation at least, and at one point was definitely leading it. Um, they're great at going offensive uh, after offensive boards, looking for second-chance points. A lot of that comes off of Russell Westbrook misses. They don't turn the ball over offensively, but they're not a great jump shooting team. If you can make their life difficult and at least box them out on the boards, something far easier said than done for New Orleans, you maybe have a chance in this one. Defensively, they are excellent. They're good at rebounding. They turn you over a ton. The Pelicans are going to have to really work for their offense. After the loss to the Pistons, Alvin Gentry said, you know, we had 20 assists, but they were desperation assists, just kind of last-minute passes that led to a made shot. It wasn't really part of the offense, part of the flow of what they wanted to do, and you're not going to win very many games if you're New Orleans, if that's kind of how you're playing. Well, with the ability for the Thunder to kind of shut you down there and to force turnovers, you've got to make smart passes, right passes, any desperation passes are certainly going to be turned into fast break points for them. So this is a tough game. No Anthony Davis. You know, Paul George has been feasting on wings all season long. 27 points, four assists, eight rebounds basically on the year. Russell Westbrook is having a down year for him. Still 21 points, eight, or sorry, 10 assists and 10 rebounds. He's averaging a triple-double yet again, and he might not even make the all-star game in the Western Conference. Steven Adams, 15.3 points per game, 10 rebounds. He's in been in the Defensive Player of the Year conversation. They're good. This is going to be a tough game, and you need to get this one because when you've got the Thunder tonight, then you've got the Spurs at home on Saturday, the Rockets on the road on Tuesday, the Nuggets at home on Wednesday, and then you go back on the road to play the Spurs next Saturday, a week from after they play, and then the Pacers at home on the 4th. That is a rough stretch of games right there against good playoff teams. So we're going to have to see how the Pelicans respond to this, maybe without Anthony Davis for a chunk of that, uh, maybe returning against uh, I don't know if they're entirely sure. Maybe the Spurs on Saturday would be ideal. Next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, uh, week from this Saturday, be big. But we'll see. But they still have to get the win tonight. Play the team in front of them and stop looking ahead. You've just got to get the one right here, which a little bit easier said than done for New Orleans. So hopefully they can get that done and get this victory.
So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Pelicans. Enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully the Pelicans can get a win. And as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow to recap the game.